Devin George with a long pass up to Kobe. Kobe making a move going baseline and on chop and a lead. His first throw touchdown. Sponsored by The Athletic. The Athletic uh, has all your news that you need about your sports teams that you can get on Twitter. But if you want a longer format uh, of more rambling and incoherent writing that you pay for instead of just the thing that the person says on Twitter, go to The Athletic and subscribe. Follow your favorite team on there, even though you could just follow your favorite beat writer on X. Um, they're sponsoring us. Uh, don't know what the promotion is, uh, but type in promo code back. We'll see what happens. I think it's a free sauna experience with Stuart Mandel. Oh, I'd rather you get to see you get to see him steaming up. Um, I I heard he I heard he likes to put like the towel. He'll just rest over one thigh and Uh the other one will just kind of be open. So if you're curious what Stuart Mandel is like when he's all clammed up. uh, Definitely, (laughs) you know, act now. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've only been in a sauna with Howie Mandel, so that would be a different uh, that would be a different experience. It was uh, of course socially distant and everything because uh, Howie Mandel you can't get near him. Uh, yeah. So so we're back, we're back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus, especially for me. I haven't been around in a while because Adam Adam was on for the Conor McGregor episode, which was excellent. <laughs> um, I did get a chance to listen to that. It was excellent. Uh, the man knows his Conor, um, and then. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite some time. Uh, I we you and I have recorded. We did the uh, the the band episode, but it we just wasn't for this program, and or the last waltz episode, I should say. Now, um, I will say it's kind of crazy how things line up, right? We don't record something for a while. Uh, lots of stuff happens. College football playoff happens. All these things. Florida State. Oh, poor, poor, sweet, innocent Florida State gets. All, I mean, we could even get into that at some point. But I have never seen more coaching vacancies in the in the in the arena of the pigskin uh college and nfl just the vacancies left you know and and legacies left behind uh i've never seen it more than now you have bill belichick uh mutually parting ways with the patriots aka we're fired you're fired but we don't want to be mean to you um Pete Carroll stepping down kind of but still wants to coach taking an advisory role with the Seattle Seahawks uh, and then you have Nick Saban, um, Nick Saban, arguably being, you know, I guess Belichick's number one, but Saban being the most surprising to me, in my opinion, Belichick, there were rumors all year. There were rumors all year, but even Alabama fans were blindsided by, um, the Saban thing. So 
let's talk about uh let's talk about belichick first because that is something i'm 33 years old bill belichick's been coaching the new england patriots for 24 of those years of my life i have been tormented by tom brady he now owns a part of my team uh quite literally the las vegas raiders uh so whether I think he's a double agent and uh, is taking them down uh, from within or not remains to be seen. But Bill leaving the Patriots, it's it's something. He's and he's not retiring either. He's going to get another job. He is. Yeah, he's not done. Seventy-two years um, old. He's so. I need you to fill me in because I've been seeing a lot of bitchy behavior from Boston people, and let me tell yeah. you. As an LA person, there's nothing at every level that bothers me more than Boston fans and Boston everything. Uh, Boston feels to me like the most spoiled group of people in every level. The Brom, the Boston Brahmins, down to the bot, to the to the to the you know to the fucking Red Sox fans and all that shit. I've had that. Mm-hmm. I've had my fucking noggin raped with Boston, 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 my whole life. Uh, Bill Simmons with his Boston, 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 mm-hmm. the supposed supremacy of Boston, 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 Boston. When actually they're the worst at everything fan wise, they're the most spoiled. They're the whiniest. They're the most, they have this like inferior, they have this, this uh, victim persecution complex, even though they spend more money than anyone in every sport and they've won, you know, as much as a, they've won as much as anyone They're They've got all the bad things combined in one. But the worst thing you can be as a man and as a fan or as anything else is disloyal. And the worst thing you can be is disloyal to your uh, to your your masters, to your greats, to to the, your all timers. And this to me, it feels like now you have to fill me in on the details, but it feels like there's a lot of hate at Bill Belichick this year from Boston fans without a Bill Belichick without whom they that franchise is the worst franchise in history before Belichick, right? Like re- basically more or less pretty bad, shittiest pretty bad. horrible yeah. franchise. Yeah. As bad as any franchise relatively, especially given the size of the market and everything. Um, mm-hmm. He is the greatest football coach in history. Bill Belichick is yeah. pretty much hands down. You can obviously, you can obviously compare him to Nick Saban and uh, you know, Bear Bryant or something, and that's about it. But you George Hallis, really, you got to go far back. George Hallis, you got to go real far. Know. But even if you go real far back, you know the fact is that, yeah, in this era, there was never been an era where it was there was this much, so much parody as in Bill Belichick's career. Before Bill Belichick got New England going, the NFL was a dynasty league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have dynasties in the NFL. That became almost like physically impossible. Until Bill Belichick did it. That's the crazy thing about Bill Belichick to me. Like he had a dynasty in New England when there was the entire rule book of the NFL. In a salary cap league. A salary cap. Yeah. You were not, it was supposed to be a parody league and it is a parody league. It is. And that's why he had to do it with smoke and mirrors and not, and obviously Tom Brady, but he had to do it with, he had to, you know, he, he, those teams looked very different from year to year or from like few years to few years. It started out as a very defensive team became a super offensive team when they went 19 and 0, you know, 18 and 1 whatever. It became like a fucking air raid team. He's gone all over the map. He got tight end heavy, no tight end, it was like five wide, everything. He's done everything. He's been on every he's been on 
the, ahead of the curve at every level of football innovation. He is there's there's very little argument to be made that there's a better coach who's ever whoever coached football than Bill Belichick. So I'm hearing a lot of really salty, bitchy behave, uh, uh, echoes coming out of Boston at Bill Belichick. Is this what what have you been hearing? What have you been Every, seeing? Everything you said was correct. However, so there, there's two things. What are you trying to do as a team? Are you trying to be loyal to your tier guys to your to, to your to Belichick or are you trying to win? They suck ass right now and have since Brady left. They suck. Like it's not even like it's not even like they're knocking on the door of of being good. They are terrible. What did Tom Brady do once he won the World uh, Super Bowl or once he left New England? He won the Super Bowl with Tampa the year after he left with a team that also is not was not a juggernaut of a team. That was a team that was a top ten draft pick kind of team for you know top bottom thirteen team in the league. Okay, so all that. Uh, the reason I think Boston fans are mad for one, they're big for their britches. It's Boston. They, they're all, you know, Matt Damon, Bill Simmons, every media talking head comes from there. I have a conspiracy theory. I've said it on this show. I think Boston actually, I think Massachusetts is like 15 times the size of the, the picture we see of it on the map. I think it's huge. I think it's huge. How do so many people come from there that we see on TV every like, it's just, it's, it's like the East coast LA. It's insane. Uh, it's just like, but, but a state, you know, like, like Massachusetts, you just, you Dave Portnoy, Bill Simmons, you know, all all these people, Jackie McMillan or whatever her name is, uh, are all these, all these people that you see on TV are talking. So of course there's, there's going to be people that become impatient when you see for a longest time, it was Brady is the system quarterback. Belichick is the system. Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. Okay. That was believable. It made sense. Brady being a sixth round pick who couldn't even start at Michigan. Uh, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. However, Brady leaves and has an incredible season at 40 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Completely different offense, air raid, dumping it down the field, Bruce Arians, vertical, you know, vertical threat, something completely different than he ran in New England. And it looked like he had been running it for years. And you start to think, okay. Why are we keeping this guy around, this Bill Belichick guy? Because what Bill Belichick also does is he has the Patriot way. And it's kind of shitty when you have a way that keeps you from having really good players. Notre Dame had this for a long time where it was like you couldn't have Randy Moss because Randy Moss wasn't Notre Dame caliber. You know what I mean? He wanted to go there, but... Lou Holtz and the AD was like, well, not this, you know, ghetto ass motherfucker, you know, like you can't do that. And Belichick was keeping them apparently from getting a lot of top tier talent because it was no trust my system. My system got a six rings when meanwhile they would see Brady winning elsewhere with whoever. And I get it. I get the frustration because as a warrior fan, I'm going through that right now where look, I'm down to just suck for another 10 years because they have, that's what they always did. But for a while, it's like, why should we pay X amount of dollars for Steph Curry, Draymond Green, all these guys to just sit here and, and grow old and retire with the team? Like, it's just not that league anymore. And there's no reward for that. There's no none of that is. So that being said, I don't know who they plan to hire. Uh, apparently, it's somebody from his staff. Uh, Gerard Mayo is the is the hot kind of he's a former linebacker. He's young. Younger, young for a coach, uh, but he's apparently just the Belichick disciple. Belichick's been hiding him from, you know, g- getting poached by other teams. But if you look at what Belichick's assistants have done around the league, they stink. 
They stink when they become head coaches elsewhere. And you could one could say, well, Belichick knows all the real secrets. But also, what if Belichick's full of shit? He's not full of shit. Why? You don't, you, you know, because you didn't, Tom Brady, okay, let's not, like, you have to step out of this idea that, like, oh, Tom Brady went and won a championship in uh, in Tampa Bay the next year. Therefore, nothing Bill Check did ever matters. That's not true. Tom Brady's great. But he didn't, make, do anything, he didn't do anything that mattered without Tom Brady ever. Yeah, but that doesn't point. matter because he's had, he had Tom Brady for 20 years and Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. Like, he didn't, he didn't, he, he has, he's had what? Five years without Tom Brady. He's in his 70s. And the entire, first of all, you, you're forgetting a very important plot point here where the entire future of that franchise was mortgaged so as to pr- keep Tom Brady for another couple of years. Remember that he wanted, because he, he was forced to trade Garofalo, Garofalo, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, he but was he forced stinks. to trade him. Garofalo so, stinks now, but he did not stink when he was, when he was backing up Tom Brady in, the, in New England. He looked he pretty fucking good. And so did Sam Castle, by the way, that one year that Tom Brady was was suspended. Um, no, agree. There's a system. There is a system. That, there is. That a, is there's good. no way around it. Bro. There's no way around it. He he went eleven and five with Sam Castle. Does do people forget that Sam Castle? What has Sam Castle ever accomplished uh, it's, in his it's, career? I, you've said it four times. I, Matt Castle is the. You're not Sam Matt Castle. Castle. Yeah, yeah. Not, Nobody Matt, even not. remembers his name anymore because yeah, he's yeah. so irrelevant. The USC eleven and five. Yes. Yes. In the prime of that was the, and that was Tom Brady's prime, by the way. Right. Agreed. So yeah, that was agreed. like Tom Brady's prime re- value of a replacement player. Eleven and five. So if I were to choose between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in their prime in, in each other's each of this, their primes, I would have taken Bill Belichick hands down. No question, because it's a 20. It's You've got 24 positions in that in, in football. You don't have just one. The quarterback is huge, but you've got 24 positions. Uh, and also, Bill Belichick was building that. In, I mean, he was like involved every step of the way. There's no, there's no coach who's not going to lose it at some point, and there's no like, there's no coach who's not going to stay too long at a place at a certain point. There's like, it always happens. It's usually ten years. I mean, twenty years, twenty five years. That's a long time. That's unheard of. I mean, that's like Bill Cowher and the Steelers. Who else? Like Pat Packers. It's only Steelers, these, usually the that's it. Well, who wait? Who's who's who was at the Packers for twenty five years? Not twenty five, but they keep coaches for like a decade at a time. Usually, they it's keep like, coaches yeah too long, but never those, good ones. Tom Landry, Tom Landry would be the, the guy, and he got fired. He got fired, and that they that's always gets fired. But that they always but, get fired. What I'm saying is, is like, so how is it a bad move to fire Belichick then? Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm just you're saying just that say, you're just Boston, saying they're being bitchy about it. Yeah, I'm probably. saying Boston fans are being bitchy because, but they should be sucking his dick. Um, you they know, are, a lot of them a good, are though. A lot of them are. Okay. There's, this isn't a, a fan base united about firing Belichick. There's a lot of. I mean, here's the thing. Right. Yeah. I don't even know that Bill Belichick is the reason that, like, it was time for that franchise to run out of steam. Uh, Agreed. They don't have a quarterback. They got rid of Garoppolo. Who knows what Garoppolo is if he stays on that franchise? You cannot say, "Oh, he turned out to be shit." He's been. He's been. He he's, he's been. Bad. You know, he's been on bad teams though. Right? No, he's but he was I on mean, the Niners. He was on the Niners Super Bowl team, like team that went to the Super Bowl. And he, was, and he was clearly the weak link on that team. Like it was clear that it was like, wow, like this guy like is surrounded by top tier talent. It was just one of those things where they felt fine letting him go because they knew. Where I mean, is it he was now, just, by the way. 
He's on my fucking loser ass team that fucking and, and he he just gets he crumbles like a stack of bricks. He has he just he just isn't good. He's just, hey, look, I'm not but saying you, but, that. But, yeah. But the bottom line is that, that New England kept Brady too long, basically, in the sense that. I don't that, think so. They, they, I don't I mean, think so. I'm not saying they kept him too long in the sense that it, it was not worth it. It was worth whatever they got out of those last two years or whatever. I'm just saying, like with Kobe and the Lakers, they made a choice. They could either have, they could either start rebuilding when they, you know, earlier and be better sooner, or they could keep Kobe for two years as a favor and so that he retires there. And that's what they chose. They chose to keep Kobe for two years ineffectively, except for that last game of his career where he's put up 61 or whatever, mm-hmm. incredibly. Uh, but they wanted Kobe to retire a Laker and he did retire a Laker. And now he's like the legendary Laker of all time. And um, that's going to and- happen though. That's going to, that's going to happen with Belichick. It's just going to take like a year for that to like set in. That's no, gonna I happen. know. I just, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of salty. I, I've been seeing a lot of bitchiness about Belichick on Twitter over the course of the season that I felt was a little bit like, I get it. Once you start shit being shitting the bed, it's going to, you know, people are going to turn no matter who you are. And they're really bad. Like they're, they're not just like middling. Like they're, they're, they're like bottom three in the league bad right now. Like, and, and he's the GM too. He's picking the players. So, no, so my thing is, is you want to, I get it. I understand wanting to install a chain of the command. It's like, Hey, Bill, Maybe you are still a good coach, but the GM thing isn't working. And yeah, that's if, he fine. Goes, if he goes, no, 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 I well, fuck you. I won this much. Da, 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 da. Okay. Well, if he goes and does that for another team, because the next team he goes to, he's going to want to be the GM of that team too. And if it doesn't work there, this is, that's why it's just a bit different. I, it's just a bit but different. Like he's 72. He is, yeah, he's not a young, like coaches. If you look at their, uh, the coaching like effectiveness it starts to it starts to like coaches hit their peak before 55 you know what i mean it's very rare to see a coach be as good after 55 as he was before 55 and at 65 it's really it, you really fall off a cliff and that's why I mean, most coaches retire before 65 like and most should've. coaches retire at 60 he should have. He should have retired when Brady left. He should have. That's just honestly what yeah, he should have. But he wanted to keep, but you know, he's obviously in good shape. He, he's out. He doesn't, what else is he going to do? He doesn't want to sit in a fucking studio and go, yeah, yeah, Jim. You can't do that. It's, take like, it's really advisor. hard for people you, to you do. I'll tell you what you do. You do what Pete Carroll just did. You take the advisor role with the team where they yeah, come to that's you. just a grandpa role though no, but he's yeah not, you're a grandpa a he's a grandpa that's what you know i know but he doesn't want to accept that he's a grandpa obviously i mean listen Pete carroll i gotta say wow like Pete carroll is is the the fucking anti-aging person of all looks time incredible. I mean, how old is looks, how old is low, he right now i think he's also 72 slightly older than bell like the like months wise they're like the same age yeah. but he looks, he looks like way he better. still looks like a young fucking little he's incredible now, yeah, when did terrific. he? He's when did his coaching go off? Because again, I haven't been paying attention to the NFL. They went, they I'm went, like, they, they they were over five hundred this year. I thought it was kind of oh, a surprise. So he just retired because he was tired, or what? He didn't really retire. They was got kind fired, of, but it was so he's still an advisor with the team. But they were like, "Hey, Pete was like, yeah, okay, so, but why did so, they so fire?" Here's, so here's the here's the thing. This just happened. This is to my knowledge what's happened with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Is it's announced, you know, the the, the Adam Schefter, whatever those that the, those type of people report it, which is usually the the number one thing they say. 
Adam Schefter reports that the Seahawks and Pete Carroll mutually agree that he steps down and takes an advisory role with the team. She's like, oh, okay. He's just feels like he's getting a little old, like whatever. He's doing the Bruce Arians thing. No problem. Pete Carroll said in his press conference, he goes, I'm not done coaching in his press conference as he steps down. Mm. So to me, I just got put on my detective hat for a little bit. That means Seattle was like, we don't want to make this ugly. You're not the coach next yeah, Obviously, no. That's obviously what that means. Hard. So I didn't get that because I thought I thought he's, he had done a heck of a job. He still makes that team really competitive. After trading one, this is the reverse Brady. They traded Russell Wilson and made the playoffs the next year. And Russell Wilson's team stunk on the Broncos. They were horrible when that happened. So to me, that I know that Russell Wilson is not the caliber quarterback of Brady. But what I mean is he brought that city its only football title. And Pete Carroll gets a lot of credit for it. But to me, he had a he's Pete Carroll's like a Mike Tomlin Steelers guy that's like, even if you give me shit roster, I will get them to competitive. They did they just missed the playoffs this year, but they were at nine and eight. And that's to me, that was about what people expected of them. But what I mean is just like, okay, I think at, there's a time where what more now Belichick wants to beat. There's one thing that's on Belichick's mind, which is why I would not hire him right now. He needs 15 wins to beat Don Shula for all time, for all time uh, wins, just wins. That's the only reason he's coaching right now. What more is he going to do? He's not going to do anything more in the league. There's there's no if he wins another Super Bowl, that's great. But uh, for one, I, I didn't see that happening in New England. Uh, all the good things must come to an end. But you're, am I going to hire you just so you can pass Don Shula and then step down for health reasons or something? Come on. I'm not doing that. Pete Carroll looks great, though. So I'll, I'll hire Pete Carroll all day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, too. I'd hire Pete Carroll. Um, that's that's I, just my I thing. don't know. That's just my I thing. I mean, with- you know, the, the thing is that everyone gets too old. There's yeah. no way around it. And, and uh, the more effective they are the better they are the stronger healthier they are the the less likely it is that they're going to want to retire it takes like a so this is one of the incredible things about john wooden you know who retired on top at 65 but who i wish he stayed five more years because even if john wooden at 75 percent would have been you know would have won titles at ucla could still won titles not every year but maybe you know every few years instead or whatever um it, it takes a lot of courage to retire ahead of, you know, to, to re- retire before it's too late. John Madden uh, to John Madden retire. I mean, he had his reasons, but he went out as a winning coach. He went out and then he had a very, very good career as an announcer. But either way, he stepped down. It was because of travel reasons. But at the same time, if he grew old with that team and didn't and wasn't good for five years. Now, Al Davis would have just fired him. He didn't care, but uh, he would have just done it. He didn't have any qualms about it. But I just mean, like, there are teams, the guys that step down. Like, there are guys that that realize, like, okay, you know, and the ego, the head coach is the ultimate ego position. It's more it's more ego driven than anything in the league in any sports thing. A head coach, especially when you're head coach and GM the way Belichick was. So I get why he wasn't going to make the move. But it's kind of like, man, for the longest time, like like Coach K right now is the same way for me. Like because I, you know, like is it Coach K? Coach K, he had to do the whole retirement tour thing for a long time yeah, he, yeah. and it sucked it sucked the duke sucked at the time and I, and look amazing coach not gonna not gonna ever take anything away from him but you do when you watch the decay it's not nearly as fun when you watch the the the, the decay process of these coaches going everywhere oh 
coach, we love you here at, you know, University of Maryland. Thank you so much. Oh, man, for all the years we competed against you, all that stuff. Sick of that. I just wish these coaches would would not leave it up to the owners to make to pull the plug. Uh, I think got to be more self-aware. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it's 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 hard, man. I don't know. It, I, it's one of the saddest things in this entire this entire field and in all fields. Um, the, 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 well, this, this field is the saddest in a way because in other fields, you know, if you're a director, if you're like a film director, if film directors can make good movies into their eighties, they have, to, but they, they, they can adjust. Like you can, if you're a film director in your eighties, you shouldn't be trying to make the movie that you made in your thirties, you know, you'll be doing something else. Maybe, maybe you'll do it. You'll, you'll also be able to work differently. Um, in with writers, it's a similar thing. I mean, writers know when they've lost their fastball, when what, what when they've lost their uh, a screwball, and then sure. they're okay. They're going to write a book that's curveball. Uh, they're going to write it. They're they're going to work the corners a little bit. Uh, they're going to they're going to maybe do something more minor than they used to do. Maybe if they're a great novelist in their prime, you know, maybe the book and they write at the age of eighty four is something more. It's more of like a a personal essay or something or a memoir you can you can adjust your your uh target to to suit what you can hit uh in many other fields even as you definitely are getting weaker um but in sports sports there's nothing you can do i mean there's nothing there there's the game goes as it goes everyone is beating super hard and for whatever reason, and I still don't know what it's like on a day-to-day basis. And you, nobody knows unless they've been there. Like you've shadowed a coach day-to-day, what that job entails. What's the hardest part of the job? What's the what's the part of the job that that really takes that that the energy of a young person or a or the or the command of an authority to to get through day to day to day to day to day? Like I don't even know exactly how what the equation is like, I don't know how much of it is game planning versus the, you know, managing locker rooms versus uh, getting up in people's grills during grueling, long grueling practices and making sure they're actually getting better versus this, that, the other thing. And the other thing, there's so many different variables to being a good coach that it almost blows my mind, which is why I've never been one to bitch about how much money they make. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of money, but it's a lot of work. I mean, I can't, I'm hard pressed to think of another job, that has as much work at very, at, you know, very like energy, uh, uh, energy expending oh, yeah. work to it, you know, like, can you yeah. think of one? I mean, 